Every man podcast. Man podcast. <sighs> Big dog. Feeling it today. Feeling it. Feeling we've, it, bro. We're having a great day. We're having a great conversation. Hell we've yeah, been uh, we've been podding here for a bit, talking with our friends. And uh, you know, as you're listening to this, you're probably uh, you're getting ready for Thanksgiving. Maybe you're maybe you're listening to it on Thanksgiving. You're chopping up the carrots. Absolutely. Sectioning off the celery, you know, stuffing yeah, that bird. Got to get that bird nice and stuffed to the brim. Yeah. Got to get it in there. Get your hands dirty. Yep. Fill it up. Uh, extra cranberry sauce, please. Oh, give me that cranberry sauce. I love it. Give me that. I'll eat any kind of cranberry sauce. Canned, the garbage canned I mean, kind that gets sliced. Cran plus berry combo. I'm tearing it down. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I love that. I love I really that shit. Do. Give me give me all the cranberry. Um yeah. Yeah, man. Happy, happy Thanksgiving, bro. It's it's coming. Happy it's Thanksgiving, it's, man. It's it's great. You know? And and um, you know, we've had ourselves uh, quite the, a couple days here. Um, last week we had James Labrie, um, vocalist from Dream Theater, on the show, mm-hmm. and great great conversation. Awesome time. James is great. Hilarious mm-hmm. dude. Gave us a really cool behind the scenes. Um, you know, look into his his routine, his life, his thoughts. We kind of got into some really, you know, ideas about the music business and oh yeah, just some some different stuff. And um, you know, I, I on Friday, um, I'm hanging out. I check the the podcast app, and the the numbers keep crashing. Like it's, I go to refresh it, and the numbers it's like cannot display whatever. So I'm thinking that's weird, man. Like right. SoundCloud, right. what are you doing to me? So whatever go about my business and i'm scrolling through instagram and then oh i see the dream theater official instagram with their million subscribers shares out the everyman podcast Mm -hmm. and then i head over to their facebook and sure enough there it is and then next thing i know the twitter and then the dream theater fan pages and everybody everybody's talking about the everyman and Mm -hmm. it it blew us up on friday we're we're trending worldwide uh on the in the podcast thing so um Mm -hmm. you know thank thank you to the dream theater fans who who uh checked us out this last week i hope you guys uh stick around i saw i could tell a lot of you guys have been going through our archives you know we got many interviews with mike mangini and john petrucci and guys like jamie king between the buried and me Andy yeah. McKee, some awesome stuff in the archives. So if you if you're just joining us now and you're sticking along with the ride, thank you very much. Uh, but it's been pretty cool to see uh, the reach that Dream Theater has when they give you the old rub there, Daryl. Well, I, I tell you what, what's even cooler than just seeing that reach is just kind of how you uh, you opened us up on this podcast, like this this little deal here. Just you said, you know, we're talking to our friends, and it just kind of like tripped the wire with you know the. Uh, the pod with James because James is saying, you know, Hey, I'm singing the best I've ever sang because I'm hanging with my bros and DT and we're just enjoying the ride. We're enjoying the vibe of all of us compiled together, just being masters of our own craft, sharing it first and foremost with each other. And then the fans picking up on that, seeing that energy, you know, and just bouncing it back and forth from band to fans and back and forth like and you know what that's what we're doing you know what i mean yep. we're talking to our friends we're talking to our bros james debris we're talking to our bros mike mangini we're talking to everybody on the podcast so like like you were saying if you're if you're just getting in on the ride now dude we have a ton of podcasts where we're just talking to our friends man having fun and just trying to be every man 
You That's know? right. And, you know, you c- I couldn't have said any better myself, man. And um, this, this, the, one of the things I'm most thankful for, you know, in this 2019 year um, is this podcast and getting to, no matter what's going on every week, I, I have time that I know I'm setting aside and you and I are just going to connect and share what's going on on, mm-hmm. on our hearts, on the hearts of our guests and our friends that come on the show. Um, and we get to share this information. I, I always come away feeling so, you know, jacked up and energized because I know that oh, yeah. I learned something. And, you know, shout out to, to Jose, my brother, you know, Jose Martinez is, is a big, big supporter of the show. And he's, he's my right hand man. And uh, I was telling him this morning, you know, how good it feels to go over to the Dream Theater Facebook page and see 60 comments about how excited people were to hear James Labrie talk about the things that he was talking about, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm, I'm getting jazzed up about the idea that we're able to connect uh, listeners and, and people like James on a level that they haven't had before, you know? Yeah. And it's like, there's no, and we, we talk about it with James, like there's no disinterested middleman, you know, or disinformed, goofball that's standing in the way it's just you right. know we're, we're genuinely excited about the stuff that we talk about and we we're, we're curious and we're goofy and you know you hear yeah. a little bit of that today in our in our in our episode here with our guest we'll get to in a minute and um it's just uh it's natural so daryl i just you know hate to throw you on the spot but man i'm thankful for you i'm thankful for this podcast uh i'm thankful for the for the fans and the listeners that we've we've uh met along the way you guys know who you are you you've you've reached out to me on uh, all the mm-hmm. platforms and and i really i really appreciate that so well, i just i look for, forward to, to keep you going too. you know i'm thankful for you too i'm thankful you know you know to god for just kind of you know just blessing us with it you yep. know being able to just like i said there's there's so much more genuine human moments that are just exchanged between us our fans, our guests who are just our friends, just, just friends the same. And, you know, we feed off of that. It's the one point in the week where we can like, I always say this, I can let my hair down. I have no hair, (laughs) but you know, I can let my hair down and I can just chop it up with my bros. Literally bros, literally Thanksgiving. This is about family. This is about friends. This is about the amalgamation all they're in. Like, dude, by far, thank God for this podcast for real. It's awesome. Yeah, and it's 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 cool because it's like um, you get to you, you get to have these ideas that that you and I will be brewing on over a couple of days, and we'll, we'll we'll text about them, and then we get to share them with with our guests, and and then to see you know something like the you know I love Christmas music, and I've been trying to put together a Christmas <laughs> music project for years, yeah. and then I say to James on the podcast like, look, man, I love this this clip of you. Well, you ever think about doing a very Libri Christmas? Next thing I know. People are are clamoring for it in five different countries on their Facebook, you know, and you never yeah. know what might happen from there. So, yeah, you know, Dream Theater fans, keep keep up the the shouts for the for the very Libri Christmas. We might just get it. Yeah, man, awesome. we might just get it. So, uh, our guest today, keeping with um, with and you know, before I get to that, um, next couple of weeks we got some some really cool stuff planned. Obviously, we're always working on 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 bringing new ideas and new new. Uh, guests to the show um next weekend i'll be going to the between the barry to me show at the fillmore so if any of our listeners 
are going to be at the BT Bam show in Philly. Uh, so, you know, keep an eye out for me. I'll, I'll be in my everyman gear and I'll be doing an interview with Paul Wagner before the show. And um, looking forward to that. So keep keep your ears peeled. Can you keep your ears peeled? What is it? Ears open? Uh, eyes peeled? Uh, I think, uh, you know what, on the Everyman, we make our own trends, we so do. let's keep our ears peeled. Keep let's your ears just, wet, guys. We're, we're making it a thing right now. That's what we're doing. It is a thing, because we just made it. Peel the ears for the pod. You're, it's coming yeah. at you full throttle and mm-hmm. uh, in living color. Yeah, our next episode is going to be in full full HD, full color, so get ready for that ear color. Um mm-hmm. Our guest this week is a friend of the show, returning guest, Mr. Zach Rossi, production assistant, production assistant slash Fiji water tech slash all around every man. Awesome. Awesome guy. As always, always cracking us up. We had a great conversation. We, we talked movies, we talked uh, football. We talked, we talked a little bit about everything. And uh, Mm -hmm. we even introduced a new, uh, possible new segment here, the hero of the week. So the every man hero of the week. So um, happy Thanksgiving. Uh, thank you for being on this journey with us. Um, thank you. You know, maybe maybe Thanksgiving night you, you're hanging out with your family, you're doing the dishes. Throw throw uh, throw an episode on for your uh, for that weird uncle of yours that's uh, maybe a little rough around the edges. Mm-hmm. You know, give we him. We all have him. We all, we all know him. that uncle. Uh, mm-hmm. Put you know, he'll probably like this. Um, yep. You know that sweet aunt that you have. That's a little. She's maybe she might be single. Yeah. Um, She's probably the one that has the lipstick on her teeth. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know who I'm talking yeah. about, right? I know I know exactly who you're talking about. Share this with her. Yeah. She might, there's some some stuff she might get out of it, yeah. you know? Um, you know, and for those nerdy, scientific-based, maybe quiet members of the, the t- usually a cousin, mm-hmm. kind of working with his, maybe he's got his iPad, you know, yeah. watching Roblox. Share the Dylan Dickstein episode with him, Prospect of astronaut, you know, that's something good. So, you know, we got a little bit of something for, for all your weird family members, um, right here on the Everyman podcast. Yeah. (laughs) I just, you know, with that being said, I think we should, uh, we should kick it to Zach. Drop that hammer, bro. Joining us today on the Everyman podcast is a great friend of the show. Uh, somebody that uh, when we met the first time, he uh, instantly got aboard the Cosmic Canoe with us. Um, he is returning for a second time. The one and only Mr. Zach Rossi. Woo! What up, bro? <laughs> What's going on, guys? <laughs> good to see you, man. How's everything going good down there in Nashville? Oh, man. Just, it, it's good. It's just been a little cold and rainy the past few days, but that's, you know, that fall winter transition, oh, yeah. which is not bad. Yeah, we got ourselves a sludgy day up here in the uh, Philadelphia area. A little, little bit of snow. Just a tad. Slush. Yes. <laughs> I was trying to think slush. of a good way to combine the words snow and rain, and then I realized they already have a thing, and they call it slush. So. Yeah, they do. No need no need to reinvent that wheel. No, no need to reinvent. Unless it's like a slush puppy, which is what I used to get after my Little League game oh, when dude. I was a kid, which was the best. The blue flavor, mm-hmm. right? You get that blue oh, flavor? God. Yeah, abs- oh my yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, see I was a horrible I was horrible at uh, little league baseball and uh you know I it's funny because like I I was batting ninth and they had me in right field and I was like, Okay, yeah, cool. And then years later I remember hearing like <laughs> yeah, they put like I heard it in context somebody else was talking about, like, yeah, that you know, if you can't play baseball, they just put you in ninth and in right field and I was like, 
There you go. They do, That's don't it. they? Uh, <laughs> I don't have the answer. <laughs> but uh, my my fondest memories of that, uh, you know, my I did have one bunt that season. By the way, one hit and it was a bunt. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I got on the base. Bunt. Yep, yep. Nice. And Never uh, underestimate a bunt. Never underestimate how good that is. Hey, hey, I got on base. And uh, you know those those slush puppies, man, and the cheese fries. I remember those fondly. So shout out to MAA with your slush puppies and cheese fries. Mm-hmm. There you go. Beautiful, beautiful. So, you know, Zach, we've been having uh, a dream theatery uh, kind of last couple weeks here. So we just had uh, James Labrie on the show in our last episode. And, uh, you know, we got a lot of new new listeners from all around the world. So we want to say thank you guys for checking that out. And thank you, uh, Dream Theater, obviously, for, for sharing the sharing the post and having having James on the show. He had some nice things to say about you, Mr. Rossi. Oh yeah, he's he's a great guy. I mean, it's kind of uh, I kind of have a little like a little joke with him and uh, uh, unofficial title that I have for him is I'm his Fiji water tech. So <laughs> making sure he's hydrated, he gets the the proper amount of water each Easy. night, and it's just a, it's a fun little kind of uh, kind of riff raff we have between each other. Yeah, that's awesome. He was saying how uh, you know hydration is key. Also, hummus totally. pipes. Yep. He was he was uh, talking about hummus was being important. I thought that was. Uh, I never would have thought hummus and vocals, but you know, learn something new every day. The, the hummus, the broccoli, the cauliflower, the fennel every every night. Gotta mm-hmm. have it. Stay, you gotta burn clean energy up there on the stage, I guess. Totally. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense, dude. Makes sense. Well, I mean, it, the witch's like brew. It's like he was saying on his uh, on his episode there. It's like it's you know, it's a three hour show. It's you know, there's definitely a lot that's happening, especially you know whether you're. Uh, you know, singing or playing. I mean, you're definitely outputting a lot, so you gotta, you know, after the show's over, gotta put some stuff back in the tank. Yep. Fill me up with hummus and send me to the next town. That's <laughs> what I say. That's yeah. what I say. So, uh, how, how's tour been, man? Where where you been since we last saw you? What have you seen? Anything cool? Um, we did the European run in um, in the summer, so that was that was busy. Uh, a lot of the European festivals and. Um, other shows kind of like that we weren't doing the evening with things so we were kind of mainly doing like um 90 minute sets just kind of the hits and some stuff off the uh, new album and then we came back to the stage started there in um louisville on the 22nd of september and uh just basically we just kind of traveled all around went from you know northwest southeast everywhere yes nice. sadly uh, I, I caught the the new brunswick show and you were you were at a family wedding in a beautiful location um how was that Oh, it was great, man. It was definitely good to see everybody, and uh, it was it was much needed. You know, it was um, a great day. Weather was awesome, and uh, got to dress up and look good. You know, yeah. so you can't uh, yeah. can't, can't ha- have a bad time doing that. No, <laughs> no, I'm glad you got to. I guess also, you know, you're traveling so much. It's it's got to be pretty rare for you to be able to get with all your family at one shot like that. Well, it was kind of cool too because um, you know the the wedding was on a Friday, and then the Saturday after that was actually we did a show in Albany, New York, which is not that far from my hometown. So it was kind of cool to like, you know, combine two sort of you know uh, special quote unquote home moments in one weekend. Sweet. I saw you got to bring your parents to a Dream Theater show. What was what was that? What was their thoughts on that? They've actually been to uh, one before. They came out on the first leg, and so they came out again just to kind of. Uh, you know, see me, say hi, see, you know, see another bit of the show. And it's kind of funny because my, my dad said it just, just point blank. He was like, I've never seen anybody's fingers move that fast before. How do, how do they do that? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, tell him, you know, I'm giving the kind of the backstory to everybody. I'm like, you know, guy, like, like daddy, these guys are technicians, you know, they're like kind of like at this upper echelon of musician. He's just like, oh, I never, 
I never, <laughs> never heard music like that before and seen fingers move that fast. <laughs> That's, That's all so I kept cool. saying. That's <laughs> awesome, man. I love, I love when you can bring somebody into your bubble kind of like that, where like, where it's like your domain that people don't get to see, you know, and you, and you bring yeah. them into that and they get to see like, you know, I, I take it for granted because I'm so, I'm so blessed to have all these wonderful relationships where people invite me places like, and I get to see this and, mm. you know, um, anytime I can take somebody new along or to experience that, it's always so cool to see them be like, Whoa, like, Holy shit. Look at these lights. Look at this. You know, like it's, yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's really cool to see how the, how the sausage is made as they say. Nice. Yeah, and, and they love coming. They love, you know, hanging out and being able to see, you know, me do my, you know, my job and, you know, they, they've seen me in a bunch of different capacities as well too, but it's always nice to, you know, have them there cause they're a big, you know, motivation for why I do what I do. So having them in attendance, it's like, you know, it, it's really heartwarming. Well, nice. plus they get to see their boy, you know, you've got that, you got that walkie talkie, you know, you're very, <laughs> and you've got that, you know, you, you kind of do the, you put the head down and you hit the button. Okay. Clear. You know, it's very, uh, <laughs> That's very elite. It's very tactical. So I'd be proud of that if I were, you know, if it were me. So that's that's probably pretty pretty impressive. Yeah, they, they've been they've been super supportive, you know, ever since I kind of got bit by the the music bug there. So they've always been in my corner with whatever I do. So you know, big. It, it's it's very big in my world to have their unconditional love and support. Nice. It makes it a lot easier, especially when you're when you're away from home and you know you're like, oh, I'm gonna miss Christmas and Thanksgiving. Sorry, guys. You know, like it, it's good to have that that support. Yeah, and especially for them for, you know, traveling, because uh, they came out to Syracuse for that one show, so that's about three hours from Saratoga Springs, my hometown, and my aunt and uncle were able to visit as well, so it was cool to wow. have, you know, other side of, of my family there, too, and it, it was kind of funny, because they've never heard Dream Theater music before as well, so they were kind of like, <laughs> you know, they they were definitely sonically bombarded by some, some different... Uh, tones and textures if you will <laughs> well, you know it's like it's like a subculture and like daryl i've been bringing you into this world like oh yeah it's like you don't even know that this shit's going on pro wrestling is like that too by the way where you're like you you don't see it anywhere and then you go to the right place on a friday night and there's twenty thousand weirdos oh, yeah. decked out and you're like oh where are you people during the rest of the week you know and it's like <laughs> And then you kind of find out that there's like this huge subculture of like progressive music and, you know, uh, all the different band T-shirts that you see. And just it's it's interesting. Well, it's funny you say that, because before I moved to Nashville, my, my buddies and I went to the movies. We saw that um, that Liam Neeson movie where he's stuck in the wilderness. He's got to fight that. Oh, the Grays. The, the, the Grays. Yeah. 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 So so we got out of the movie. We we're all kind of hungry. We go to, to a Buffalo Wild Wings and the place was packed and we're like what the hell's going on? I can't like it's, it's, it's Sunday. What, what's, what's going on? And like the pro ball was going on. I'm like, there's not this many people right. that are going to be packing a Buffalo Wildways for the pro ball. And then all of a sudden I look in the corner and this guy stands up and he's got like a, a fake WWF wrestling belt in his hand. And I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, it's the Royal rumble. Yeah, that's, that's right. Yep. Yep. And, and this yep. place was like, I'm not kidding. Packed with all these, like wrestling fans and they just, they were all like cheering for whoever was coming out. It was actually like, it was kind of a, you know, a wild scene to stumble upon. It is. Nice. It's, it's weird when you, when you, especially like out at bars and stuff, like when, uh, when I went to WrestleMania in new Orleans, like, I mean, it's like 200,000 wrestling fans take over the town for the weekend. Oh, yeah. And like everywhere you go, it's the weirdest thing. Like everywhere you go there, there's like, because it's like, uh, you get this idea in your head that these are people that are like, 
I don't know. Fill in the blank, listeners. But you don't expect much, right? But then you'll be at like a nice hotel, and there's a you're in line, and it's an expensive hotel, and the guy in front of you is wearing a wrestling t-shirt, and he's like arguing very, like, very well about his service. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and he's like, I, I, you know, I travel all the time. I'm, a, I'm a platinum member, like, and you don't yeah. expect, but like, <laughs> like the the lawyer, like there are lawyers and doctors that are like pro wrestling fans and stuff, and you bump yeah, into I was them. Say, it's like it's like you, you're nine to five boss. It's like, all right, I'll see you on Monday. It's like, wait a minute. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. They're like, oh, you'll you'll hear from me from corporate. You know, like it's uh, you get what, what the fuck. We could have done this weeks ago. Exactly. You know I mean? Exactly. It's wow, awesome. Dude. Yeah, man. Oh, it's man. uh, it's it's a it's a joy. And uh, yeah, so I've been so I've been enjoying some uh, some concerts lately. I just I talked about yeah. with James. I was at I was at Tool. Have you had a chance to see any uh, any shows or anything? Because you know, I know when you were doing the festival gigs with Dream Theater. There's all these great bands playing. Did you catch any cool shows in the last couple months? We had um, on that festival run. Tool was actually doing a couple of shows with us, so we kind of heard them in passing. Mm. Um, same thing with the Smashing Pumpkins and Godsmack, and um, we had Kiss that was on one of the bills as well. Yeah, Mike told so me about actually, that. While we were waiting, they were kind of playing off in the distance, so I was able to kind of you know hear them from afar. Um, but um, in town, uh, when I got home, I went and saw John Mayer for the first time in like. 10 years of the Bridgestone. And then I saw vertical horizon uh, a few weeks oh, after that. Nice. And that was a, that was a great show. Daryl, you a John Mayer fan. I love John Mayer. I love John Mayer. I love smashing pumpkins. I love vertical horizon. Yeah. I, w- I would love to see the smashing pumpkins. How were they? Were they awesome? They sounded just like they do on the record. Oh, dude. Yeah. They've, they've, this is a big comeback for them. They're like, they're doing this arena tours and stuff and they're, uh, they've got like all the gear now. Like they're, they put a lot of money yeah. behind this. This was a big, it was a big deal for them to come back. And uh, you know, I never, I wasn't into them at the time. I'll have to, I'll have to revisit. But yeah, I would like to see them as well. I, John Mayer's on my list. Oh well, that was that was really cool, especially when he brought out uh, Chris Stapleton for like uh, two songs, and then the whole place mm. went, whole place went nuts. Nice. So when he nice. does he does he do like any of his John Mayer trio stuff when you saw like, or is it like everything? How did, how no, was it? It was just, um, it was two sets with an intermission. That was it. So it was like so his normal radio of, hits or did he do some of the blues? A uh, mix of old and new. That's cool. cool. Yeah. But it was, it was, a, it was a good show. It was, um, the production was, was very, very, very good on it too, you know? And, um, his sound was just fantastic. And the band was killer. It blows my mind when there's guys like that, that can, uh, sing and play like that that well at both things it's just like yeah. what the fuck man well well there's another guy in his band his name is david ryan harris and he's kind of his um i guess i would say like rhythm guitar backup but he's got his own solo stuff and that's some really good quality music to check out mm, david ryan harris we'll have to check that out david shout ryan out ryan harris, check it yeah. out yeah, yeah. I, I uh there's a big there's a high school in my my uh, hometown here that every year they get like a up-and-coming you know, musical celebrity to play the prom. It's like the biggest prom in uh, oh. in the U.S. And like last year, they had like DJ Pauly D from Jersey Shore. Oh my played. god, he just played Sweet. my hometown like two Sweet. weeks ago, dude. So, <laughs> but they've had like over the years, they've had some some big guests. And and my I guess my junior year of high school, John Mayer played oh. their prom. Oh, shit. And like there, you, I heard some stories. Like huh? there, they had allegedly, they had issues. Uh, surrounding keeping the young women away from him. Oh, 
Well, come on, you sing like that. And it was and a that, big like, surprise. That's just, that's just par for the course. Man. Well, and this was the last year they did it like this. They used to do it as surprises, and now they announce it beforehand. Imagine, right. imagine if you will, gentlemen, you're 17, 16, 17 years old. You're taking your little sweetheart to the prom. Oh my God, we're all dressed up. Here's my corsage. We're going to the, we're going to the Poconos afterwards. We got a limo. Boop, boop, boop. Just you know, next thing you know, John fucking Mayer shows up. It's over, dude. Ghost you lost, town. You lost girl. You lost Gone. Your girl. Gone. Ghost town. And like, you no matter. You might as well just pose with yourself in the picture. <laughs> like, dude, what are you doing? Like, are you kidding me? You're killing these poor kids. All the guys are going to Buffalo Wild Wings to watch uh, Royal Rumble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No <laughs> they're going to draft and hot wings and, you know, cheap beer. Yeah, because, like, no, they're just going to be all tuned up. It's, it's, uh, yeah, that's, I don't know what they were thinking there. But, hey, uh, man, what are you doing here? John Mayer stole my girl. Yeah, man, me too. <laughs> it's just John Mayer in, in, a, in a parade of uh, high school girls out the, out the back. <laughs> oh man yeah he's he's uh Jeez, he's, he's blessed and highly favored that's for sure good for him oh yeah, yeah. good for him yeah he's he's a, he's on my list of uh dudes i want to i want to check out but uh yeah as i was saying last week i've just been obsessed with tool lately like over the last like six months and i'd always liked them you know and then kind of once the excitement of them coming back just kind of like rekindled that so we went to that show and then you know they were playing atlantic city we were thinking oh, maybe we'll go to that so we've got a big trip coming up to uh, California, where I'll be going. Oh, nice. I'll, I'll be going to Nam and doing some podcasts from oh, Nam. Oh, good old Nam show! I haven't been there since my senior year of college. It's a mm. uh, it's a racket, but uh, yeah, they actually invited me out. Uh, invited the Everman podcast out to cover the show. Oh, so that's gonna uh, be great. yeah, shout out to the good people of the uh, of the Nam. We were coming for you. And it's gonna, be, uh, it's gonna be a big sensory overload. I'll just I'll give you that. Oh, I've been there. This this will be my fifth year going, fifth time going. I I love it. Nice. So we're we're looking at. I, I saw like uh, Tool was playing in Fresno that week, and I was like, babe, they're playing on, in Fresno. Maybe we could drive up. But I didn't really know. And I'm like, oh, it's fucking eight hour drive, whatever. But Cosmic Canoe. Would you know it? The night we land, so we land in L. A. at like two o'clock. They're playing. <laughs> They're playing San Diego that night, so oh, <laughs> so we're going. We're going to land. We're going to drive down to San Diego, get our hotel, go see Tool, go to the San Diego Zoo the next day. It's going to be great. Oh, the zoo is fantastic. You been? Yeah, I went there. Um, actually, back before I started the uh, the first thing of the Dream Theater tour, because I was on another gig out there and I had a day off. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to go to the zoo and check it out, and it was awesome. I hear it's like a. Like a whole, like an adventure. It's like it's like a whole big deal, right? Yeah, it's actually really cool because the way they like you know, um, it's very easy to navigate, and there's just a ton of different wildlife to check out. Sweet. You a zoo man, Daryl? Uh, yes, I love reptiles. Really? That's my thing. I love snakes. Snakes are anaconda, pythons, diamondbacks. I'm all about it. Zach, can you imagine having to deal with him and like a trained anaconda? Like if he had, if he was just like. Had an anaconda Someone, with him, dude. Somebody I've had I've, I've had an albino python on my neck before. It's awesome. It's absolutely awesome. I, there's something about him, man. It just weirded me out. Just don't dude. bring over JLo and Ice Cube if you have, if you have the anaconda. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ice Cube. I love it. I love it, dude. What a great movie. What a great oh movie. Oh my god, a young Owen Wilson in that movie. Well, you wow. know that wow. <laughs> that summer though, there was like a, a slew of of big 
underwater monster movies. It was like Lake. Oh, it was totally. You remember like they had yeah, Lake yeah. Lake Placid with Oliver Lake Platt, Placid. and yeah. w- there was Deep yeah, Blue Sea. Yeah, White was the uh, that, like that was her pet or something in that movie. I mm-hmm. something weird or whatever. Deep what was Blue- the one with like the python? Not not the python, but the um. What do you got? Piranhas. The, what was the one with the piranhas? Oh, like with piranhas. I know. What you- it was just called Piranha. I think. Yeah, that, there you go. That, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nailed it. That was crazy. Like they go like like what was it the. The chick was like, uh, what was he, parasailing or something? And she's like, come down. And like, she dipped her lorry yep. up in the water and got ate up. And then when she came up, it was like, yep. just up her body and like falls yeah. off. I'm like, what the? That's crazy. Well, I remember, I think it was what, 1998 or 99 when Deep Blue Sea came out. I love yeah, that. It was, oh, it was, it's that era I'm talking about. It was like Deep Blue Sea, Lake Placid. They were all yeah. like the same year. Yeah, it was all yeah. about, like, let's just take like whatever underwater reptile or fish or you know, whatever we can come up with and just scientifically alter it so it ends up like we just want to kill everybody. And then they go, hey, do we have a rapper who's trying to cross over into acting we can cast in the... In the- What's that? We've got we've got Ice Cube. Put him in Anaconda. And then they're like, oh, well, what do we do with LL Cool J? Make him the chef in the, in the shark movie. Dude, that movie yeah, was exactly, so cool. Yeah. The sharks are swimming backwards. Dude. <laughs> Dude, oh, they're God. Swimming backwards. Uh, you know what was really good? Megalodon, uh, that Meg movie? Oh, oh, the that. Yeah, Dude, well, you know, it's funny. So awesome. on a side note there, that that's one of those movies that uh, a Chinese company... Uh, produced like they spent a, a gajillion dollars on it so they had to adjust the story to make them look favorable so it's kind of like what uh, they did in the martian the martian is like that where the people yeah. like the, the the beijing rocket team send yeah. saves the day yeah and this one <laughs> and this one it's like all of the westerners can't figure out how to deal with this gigantic shark and then the, the chinese come come together with their like underwater <laughs> spaceships and then then they oh they sort God. it out it's uh oh, it's, it's a it's worth it's worth watching it's like the old godzilla movies like the, the 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 premise behind like movies like that always fascinates me it's like you know what what's at the bottom of the mariana trench <laughs> Let's i know go. Let's drop a bomb down there. You know, There's dude. A deep fog overlying it. We can't see yeah. beneath it. Is it let's, let's drop a, we'll drop a bomb down there. Somebody get uh, the Rock Johnson on the phone real quick. See what Kevin Hart's doing. <laughs> yeah, it, it, if we can put Kevin Hart and Dwayne. You know, that's that's what when when you know when Kevin uh, Kevin Hart got in that car accident, and uh, that's probably Hollywood probably was like, what are we gonna do? That we better hope this guy's okay because otherwise, eighty percent of our ideas are shot. Mm. Oh no. They love him. You know, it's funny. Speaking of Godzilla, so um, one of our listeners, uh, shout out Sonic Karma on uh, on the Reddit there, hit me up and, uh, you know, he, he provided a bunch of great questions uh, over, over our interviews and he sent me a message saying how much he enjoyed the show and, you know, we obviously we thank you for that. He's up in Alaska, actually, which is, which oh, is wow. really cool. Nice. And um, so he goes... Uh, yeah, I just saw you. I was going back through your episodes. I saw you guys did one about Godzilla. I can't wait to jump into it. I'm a huge fan. And then I was like, oh, well, I'll have to watch it again. I haven't. And then I'm thinking, like, man, he's going to listen to this. And we, I just beat on Godzilla, the, the new movie, for like a half hour. And I could just, I was like stressing because he's like, yeah, I'm listening to it right now. And I was like, enjoy you know <laughs> i haven't heard from him since so he probably he's probably uh he's probably not a fan of uh of us anymore because of our godzilla beating but uh you know i love the monsters but they just love this this story they made it too anti-human it's i just i don't get it you know just give me the monsters leave the people out of it right mm-hmm. 
eat the people. That's about it. You yeah, know? it's it's That's like it. Hollywood always like their answer is, you know what? What can spice up this really awesome sci-fi flick? A fucking love story. Let's throw it in there. Like, yeah, yeah, let's yeah, throw yeah, some yeah. social politics in there. Stop, dude. Like, <laughs> stop. Like, dude, I saw this. Uh, you know, there's a lot of hubbub about the latest Charlie's Angels uh, reboot. And, uh, you know, the media's uh, going back and forth trying to make it like it's the reason this movie bombed is because people don't want to see strong female characters or whatever. And it's like, no, I think it was probably just a turd. You know, and everything yeah. that I watched about it looked absurd and ridiculous. And, you know, maybe. We just don't want to see the same stupid shit recycled every five to seven years with three different new people. You know, like, yeah. why Why can't it just be that it's bad? You know, it has nothing yeah. to do with anything else. But, you know. Whenever they do stuff like that, they just try way too hard, man. Yeah. Like, like there's nothing's ever going to be better than the original if it's, like, dope. So, like, there's not too much you have to do to, like, get me intrigued about this reboot. Like just kind of play off the old stuff and just give me a little bit of spice. Don't change the narrative. Don't get too crazy. You know, don't throw a lot of special effects and CG into the shit. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, just, you know, like re refresh it a little. You know what I mean? Just hit the refresh button. That's all you got to do. Just hit the refresh button, man. That's yeah, all you got to do. They, they, they got to get, they got to justify their own existence. I think sometimes all these writers that they have on staff and it's like, they got to get, everybody's got to get their idea and to try and make it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous, but you know. Uh, yeah, it, but it's actually funny when you say the whole refresh <clears throat> thing, because um, I mean, like I, the, I saw the Joker, and that was just a really great take oh. on that character. And yeah. like, you know, in terms of like a plot, it was just straightforward. It's like let's just take this guy yeah. and just you know flush him down the drain, see what exactly. happens. Exactly, let's fuck him to death and watch what happens. And yeah. it was, I mean, Joaquin Phoenix was brilliant, and the I, the I mean, I've seen it twice, and I was just floored by how good he was but how unique of a character approach he took to it well you know what when you have directors and you have storylines and you have plots especially with the joker right and you try to appease or i should say appeal to the human side of how something so psychological within him can go wrong if you just throw a lot of shit in his day you know what i mean just a lot of stuff like hey your mom, your parents, your, you know what I mean? Like your upbringing, like all right. the stuff that happens to you, the quirks, people lying to you, man, dude, you just, it's, it's like anybody else, man. You would just fucking snap one day and like, you well, never and, know. And the cool thing you know? too was like, you know, like the whole Gotham city and the Batman was kind of like, you know, like the subplot sort of thing, but it wasn't totally there. But even if you took that out of it, it as a standalone, right, plot, yeah. it would have been great for real. For real, awesome. Yeah, my oh, I, absolutely awesome. Yeah, I was talking with my buddy about it last night. He went and saw it, and it's funny. He he was like, "Oh, I'm going to see Joker this afternoon." And then he was coming over, and uh, I was like, "Oh, nice, dude, enjoy it." And he made the same mistake I did, where he, like he went and saw it like on a Saturday afternoon, like, "All right, let's uh, go," you know. No, 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 no. And, then, <laughs> and then like he he came in my house, and I was like, "So, dude, would you think of Joker?" He's like, "Man." Like you know what I mean? And like I I texted Daryl when I walked out of the theater. I was like, "Dude." I cannot believe they made this movie. Like it's yeah, so yeah. perfect. Well, like was, not and and let me let me explain what I mean by that. Like it is very rare that they give you exactly what needs to happen in the story. You know, like yeah. they too many people. Like look what happened at like the Matrix movies where they started the the studio right. starts changing things. Where it's like no, that's not the way this should go. Mm -mm. This Joker movie was a 
unhappy, sad, deeply depressing movie, you know? And it's like, it made you think about not only the, the outliers that you see, you know, in your everyday, and it might make you think a little bit differently about them before you judge them. Maybe like there's that element to it. Yeah. There's that idea of the social outcast. And it's like, man, there's, there's something about humans that we tend to all point to the weakest link and then ridicule them till they fall, you know? And why do we do that? Like, and, and just the little things in that movie, like I shared with Daryl, like there's a scene, you know, that when uh spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the Joker by now, it's like three months old. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. fast hit the fast forward button here. When, when, when Arthur's on the train car, right. And he, yeah. he, he shoots that guy and the young lady's yeah. on the train, right. She's sitting there and right. she sees him. They make eye contact. She leaves. She what? never turns him in. They just know that the guy had like clown makeup on. Oh, I never yeah. thought of that. The scene, yeah. listen, listen to this, the scene when Arthur's on the street again, after he runs away from, after he gets off the train, runs away from the cops and he's going yeah. to, he's going to the, the show, the stand up yeah. show at the end, the last scene, that car drives by That's the taxi. Yeah. The ta- in the taxi, the woman that he saved is sitting in the taxi and she's got the Joker mask on because you can tell she's got the same, she's got the same oh. eyes and the same jacket and the same hair so it it tells this story of like well listen we're living in a complicated gray area you know one person's murder may be another person's uh moment of you know social sobriety where she her life was saved by this guy that everybody else is telling her is a madman murderer but to her that guy saved her life yeah he's a hero there, yeah, there's there's that too, and also like I, I kind of propose this, and also spoiler for those who haven't seen it, if you watch the very last scene where he's talking to the other social worker and they're in that that white room there, yeah, you could almost say that the whole movie is a flashback up until that point. Yep, absolutely, because it's clear he's there's, older. There's that, there's that one scene that they cut away to where he's talking to the therapist and they show him back in the same room and he's banging his head against the wall. So yeah. what if he's just telling the whole story and they're just, boop, here mm-hmm. it is. We're, now right. we're at the present with everything. And now the Joker, right. and that's how, because yeah. when you watch that, it's like there's no way they can, like, if you, you think, like, Heath Ledger was so dynamic in that, and then it took them a like, took them eight years to, to attempt it again, and it didn't go so well with Suicide Squad. Now it's like well, you've, no, you've hit, you've, yeah, you've hit the, what the hell that was. You've, you've hit it out of the park with this. You have, this has to be how you do Batman going forward. So like, I think, I think they're going to have him, you know, they have to do something. And they just said, there was a story this week. They said that they just signed a, a deal for a second movie. Well, the best thing about Suicide Squad was the chicken was Harley Quinn. Like I, I, oh, yeah. that, that, that was the, the only thing I, she was like, Oh, everyone else. And there's Harley Quinn. <laughs> but, but the thing about like you know because obviously like when the, you know the, the Joker movie comes out, everyone wants to compare Heath Ledger and Joaquin Phoenix. But the thing is, is that you can't okay. because it's two different takes on the character. Heath Ledger. I mean, this is the guy from Ten Things I Hate About You in a Night's Tale. So when it was kind of released that it was him, everyone's like. Is he, he's gonna be the Joker, really? And then he comes on the on the on the scene with it. You're like, holy fuck! He like knocked this out of the park. And you know, God yeah. rest him, his performance was fantastic. But like, his Joker was all about anarchy and chaos. And like, you know, what what can you 
get away with without just kind of having a care in the world. Whereas you look at Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, it's like, it's just, you know, the mental health, uh, decline of somebody. And then they fully embrace this other side of their character that has just been kind of like, you know, waiting in the wings. Yeah. Human and, condition, man. And you know, the, the funny thing about that, the suicide squad, Daryl, you said is when I watched that back, it really does seem like they had no idea what to do except they had a really hot Harley Quinn. Yeah. So they're just like, how, okay, how can we get her on screen the most ways and how many of the scenes can she be wet? Like, that's what they did. And and it's, there's just random scenes of her in the movie and you're like, oh, they had nothing else to throw in here. So they just were like, all right, well, run through this rain. Okay, here you go. Boom. (laughs) She saved, she saved that movie. But, uh, she, she like died and came back from like a helicopter crash. And, and her high heels were still on, and she walked into a building and took a drink, and then, like, let's go save the world. Like, okay. You know, when I was watching that movie, dude, I, when I saw it in theaters, the, I'm, like, watching, I'm, like, well, because, you know, in these movies, they have a pattern where it's, like, okay, here's, they're going to set up, they're now they're going to team up, and then they're going to go on the mission, and I'm, like, right, I'm yeah. watching, I'm, like, okay, so where's the story? Where's the story? Then I'm, like, the movie's fucking, there's 10 minutes left. I'm, like, holy <laughs> shit, this is the story. There's, <laughs> there's, well, because they were, they were trying to fast pass what the Marvel movies were doing with the Avengers. They were trying to do, like, right. whatever the, the, the five-year build-up to the Avengers was in one movie. So, yeah, yeah it did, didn't know, quite they, work. Damn DC. Didn't really hit. Didn't take. They didn't, they didn't take good Marvel notes. <laughs> they're trying try to rush it, and that's kind of you know like it was very obvious. Yeah. Well, you know, Will Smith did that instead of doing uh, the sequel to Independence Day. So, thank you very much for that, Big Wheelie style. Thanks, bro. Bullet dodged. Dead shot. <laughs> <laughs> he probably got. He's still probably got twenty million dollars. That he's he's happy. Good for him, man. Hey, did oh, you man. guys see Gemini Man? Did you guys anybody see Gemini Man? No, with Will no. Smith. No, I heard the that Wendell? was. A, I heard that was a turd. Dude, oh, was I'm gonna be, be honest. I saw it. I thought it was fantastic, man. Really? It, like I, I'm not, not. Look, I was so skeptical about it, and one of my guys at the gym was like, "Yo, DC man, you gotta see Gemini man. You'll love it. You like all that Liam Neeson shit and people getting shot and killed <laughs> and flying off buildings." And I'm like, "Yeah, but this, you know, the CG doesn't look real. Like he's got a twin. We know it's not him. Come on, man." He's like, "No, I've seen it three times." I'm like, "You've waited three times. Money, you know wow. what I mean?" And then, like, I just, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't have anything better to do. I'm going to go ahead and watch this thing. And I, I went in and I saw it. I'm like, this is fucking awesome. What's hmm. wrong with, like, and, like, and the CG was not bad at all. Like, really? You're watching, like, a YouTube trailer. You're like, yeah. But, like, when you were in there, you're like, dude, like, they did a great job. A great Interesting. job. Yeah. It's awesome. It almost looks like, like, Will Smith's kid. Like, he actually had a kid. He oh, was wow. Like him, you know what I mean? It's it's crazy. He had a kid that's not. Me no more. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? I bet you Will Smith says that all the time. He's like, man, I wish I had a kid like me. Like me. Instead like of those me. fucking goofy kids he has with all their weird shit that they're up to. Come no woman no more, man. God, that's gonna be tough though. Like for for those of you listening, if you know what that's from, get on. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah. Ugh, big Willie that's style, awesome. the fresh prince, big Willie style. Yeah, man. Yeah, he's making a oh, he's man. making a musical comeback. Apparently, he's he's. Um, oh, really? Yeah, he's got like a like a dance hall song out. It's oh, on really? it's on spot. You should check it out. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Yeah, I gotta check it out. He uh, cool. him and yeah him and Jazzy Jeff are, are working together again. They're supposed he's, to be doing oh, a tour. Oh, man. They're supposed Son to be doing Jayden, a tour. So. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, Jaden and his uh, his non conforming clothing yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Like he had a couple, he had a couple tracks where he was like, and I love Dragon Ball Z, and he had a like you know Goku Kamehameha songs. So I'm like, come on, man, don't do that. Don't do it. Let it be. Well, it's like you know Justin Bieber, man. I, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna shout out to the great Justin Bieber because I respect him. Because I don't think because I, I think he's up. He's probably doing the best he can with that kind of uh, world upon you. But you know. Like he, when the Tool album came out this this August, he posted on Instagram like wearing a Tool shirt and was like, "Man, I love this album. Like, I'm so inspired by Tool." And he was genuinely saying like, "Yeah, this music's great, and I'm inspired by it." And then like all of the metal world like comes in and is just shitting on him for for being a fan of like like he's not allowed to be a fan of something good, you know? And it's like. Sometimes if you just anything, gotta let it be. That makes them actually kind of cool because you're like, "Oh, really? You're a Tool fan? Like, yeah, all right, yeah, that's it. Maybe we can get Bieber on the podcast. There you go, Cosmic Noob man. We'll make yeah. it happen. We'll put we'll it out there. Battle. We'll see. We'll <laughs> no, see, man. You know, we're we're we're. Uh, listen, Zach. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but as we speak, we're in the we're the number eighty fourth most listened to podcast in Chile. Oh, congratulations! Thank All you. Right. Yeah, yeah we'll, we're, we'll be thank there you, Chile. Weeks, I think. Yeah, dude, we'll, we'll say hello to our fans for us, man. We'll do. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. We're we're pumped. So, so you're getting. We've been all over the place here, but when are you heading out for Dream Theater next? So we head out on. Uh, I fly out on Monday, and our, our first couple of shows, if I'm correct, I uh, gotta look at the schedule, but they are in Brazil. Ah, Ooh. Brazil. Yeah. Get yourself yeah. some, uh, I don't know, what do they have down there? Plantains? Uh, you know, I, I've i never been, I've never toured South America or even been there for vacation purposes, so this is a first for me. All right, well, you'll have to you'll have to uh, keep me uh, apprised of the situation yeah, down there. Yeah, yeah, dude. Those girls are going to eat you alive, man. Yeah, you, you are. A, a haircut like that, it's over, bro. That haircut like, and that, that walkie-talkie, you know what I mean? <laughs> You're <laughs> like, done. Well, it's it's going to be cool, though, because, I mean, we're doing, <laughs> like, you know, we're doing the whole evening with the 